Happy 2020! This is Make It Count Season 2. I'm Elinka, your host, and I hope you will enjoy it. I've considered this, and since the burning issue at hand uh, is Australia, I thought that because of the huge losses and the devastation that this beautiful continent has suffered for a while now and going into the new year, I decided that this episode will not um, be garnished with music as usual. Because I think that it's good to take little moments of silence between the words to consider what's going on, to look at the bigger picture and to remember why we are here, why we really are here, not just fancy words on a board or um, cheesy comments on Facebook or anywhere. Mother Gaia has made a huge sacrifice of her children And I'm not talking only about human lives here, but also nature, the animal kingdom, and we should try at least to have a greater perspective on what's going on, because yes, Australia is burning in places very um, close to each other and we have been praying and asking for prayers and answering to join prayers in order for Australia to go through this as smoothly and painlessly as possible and for rain to come in and help with the effort of the communities there to end with the fires and well let's take a moment of silence for all the beautiful souls that went back home And what their sacrifice means, not only for Australia, but also for the planet on which we are living on.
Thank you for taking that moment of silence with me and feeling into what is going on because it's really, really important to not miss classes just before the test. That means that if we don't learn our lessons, we may fail the test and we will certainly be faced with this type of challenges in the near future or in the long run if we don't get the lessons right. So it's very, very important for me, it's crucial that we get a higher perspective on what's going on, why it is going on, which are the lessons, and to allow the messages and the conclusions to settle, to accept them, even if they don't resonate with you right now. Always ask to see the bigger picture, not some people's comments, not some people's behavior, not at an individual scale, not at the government scale, not at the worldwide scale, before jumping into judgments and criticism, I think it is very, very important to take a breather, let things settle, and mostly if you are in the midst of all that is happening, I think that the emotions run very high, not only in Australia, which is our focus point right now, and sending much love and support and good vibes and great energy to keep up the energy, to hold up the energy of the people who are there in the middle of what's going on because it stands to reason that they are not only scared but also tired and when everything settles down the ones who have been in the middle of this whole chaos this tragedy these dramatic events that affected you mostly but also the empaths worldwide that are praying constantly and have been feeling the pain right alongside you. And when everybody settles down, you should try 
you are strongly encouraged to try to seek the bigger picture of what's going on here at as a higher level as possible because the service that you go from away from the little dot that you occupy on this planet the highest you you go the clearer things start to appear and the puzzle gets bigger the pieces of the puzzle fall into place and then there is a huge aha moment that brings into our awareness and into the collective consciousness a bigger meaning a universal meaning for everything that is going on and remember that australia is not the only place on this planet where there were events that devastated whole communities we had california we had places in different parts of the planet where they have been flooded the elementals have stepped up to the task of clearing old old energies very dense energies and unfortunately this happens with a lot of turmoil not only for people but also for animals and natural disasters cause a lot of of pain of emotions but they also clear the way for something new to be built and so from a higher perspective you're basically receiving gaia's answer to your prayers weren't you the ones praying for out with the old in with the new here it is it is believe it or not one of the answers to your many 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 prayers and when you pray for the greatest good that means sacrifice at an individual level at the micro level and it's very unfortunate that beautiful beautiful animals have suffered along at the human level this seems very unfair and in such moments when you are at a loss and struggle with the unfairness of this painful reality 
the only thing is to surrender. It's the only thing that you can do is to surrender and to pray and to give thanks and to make the best that you can make out of the gift that you have been given, the opportunity to live another day and to participate in the new that has been offered to humanity. It is a lesson that teaches us to be more present, to be more generous, to be kinder. It teaches us to face death with grace. It teaches us to face life with the same grace. It teaches us also how to behave towards each other. Not only in times of distress, but also in times of peace. Because now we are conscious about the huge sacrifice that this planet has made in order for us, the remaining alive, embodied beings, of light that we the embodied beings of light are here for what we have received this is a gift so if you're still alive that means that you are one of the recipients of the results of the sacrifices of many. That teaches you grace and that teaches you to be graceful when interacting with other human beings. That teaches you to be more modest, to be less greedy, be most, more supportive, to not care so much for all your losses and all your individual pains, for they are nothing in comparison with the horrific pains that the fallen ones have been through in order for us to still see and experience another day and many more going on forward. I don't think that people realize what a graceful sacrifice has been made. And believe me that when you realize what a great, graceful sacrifice has been made. 
you won't care anymore about your house, you won't care anymore about your belongings, you won't care anymore about having to clean up, you won't care anymore about riches, you won't care about fighting with politicians, You will only care for life itself and how precious it is and how extraordinary this journey is and how blessed you are to be here, still learning, still going on. And when you do realize that, you ascend. You shift, you go up and up because you see the bigger picture. Not only the little dot on which you live, a little spot that you occupy. We are small beings in comparison with this planet. We are little bugs living on this planet. But we have great power because we carry inside of us light. We carry energy. We carry vibrations. We carry messages. We carry our history. We carry our past, present, and future. We carry everything within us. So do the animals, so do the plants, so do the blades of grass, so do the drops of water. Everything is part of this beautiful puzzle. And we are as important as any mentioned element. But we are not the center of the universe. We are not even the center of the planet. We are not even the center of our country, nor are we the center of our town, Neither are we the center of our street. We are not even the center of our house. Everywhere we look around, we're just one little dot that blinks with the fire of the soul that is caring. And in order to light up the planet, to support the planet in times of devastation, in times of destruction, in times of pain, 
the only thing that we can do, the only thing that really matters if we really want to help is to connect the dots, is to hold hands, is to link our souls to each other in prayer and support the planet constantly with our high vibrations. And mind you, the high vibrations are not only joy and happiness, they are also the elements of understanding, truly understanding, truly embodying, truly manifesting and expressing the newfound understanding of what is going on here, what all this is about. When we have that bling, that, that light that starts shining brightly above our head and we have that aha moment, it's a moment when we finally come back online and when we come back online we communicate so facebook if you want it's the greatest material creation that shows us exactly how we are all connected Yes, we are all connected through a platform and we all share our stuff and we come together and we befriend each other. Basically, befriending each other is creating a new tie, a new link between two dots, a new link between two souls. So if you want to see the how in, in physical form this happens, how it materializes it how it materializes you just have to to watch facebook because facebook is the most successful from where i stand the most successful platform where people connect and stay connected so we can use facebook as a map that shows us how linked we are, how further down the road we are, how advanced we are in connecting with each other, in staying connected, in creating, co-creating with our energy that beautiful pattern of, of soul links. Maybe it's crazy, you know, it's very, very early in the morning here. I just felt like I needed to say all that. And if it resonates with you, then I am happy. My goal, my uh, only goal, the only goal that I established and 
that I committed myself to was to help one person at a time. So if one person gets something from this, I am happy. My mission is accomplished. So thank you for listening so far. Let's take a breather. So one thing that came to to me uh, recently, only yesterday, I think, it's the, the call. <laughs> Let's say that our ancestors picked up the phone and dialed. And a few people have received messages or have been tried to be given messages but they didn't really pick up the phone so in order to make it more clear for um, the people that don't notice such things in order to uh, make it as clear as possible to convey the message from the ancestors pick up the phone and Many of you will be able to communicate on your own by yourself with the ancestors to receive the messages that you are supposed to receive that are for you and for you only. You will probably receive some messages from the ancestors that are um, conveyed to as many of us as possible for the collective. Um, but in case you haven't been noticing any phone ringing from the spirit side, um, and if you haven't acknowledged yet any kind of ancestral calling, I am here to convey this message for you that the ancestors need you to pick up the phone. That means that they need to be recognized they need to offer you guidance and messages at this point in time. And there is probably some need of recognition of all that they have left for us energetically and physically that we don't take into consideration that much anymore, uh, that we have forgotten, that we don't care about, because we have a huge, huge ancestral legacy that comes in many forms, in art forms, in buildings, in... Um, literature, etc. So they are asking us to acknowledge them, to light up a candle and say a prayer. Acknowledge what was left for us, take into consideration the importance of their work, be grateful for what we have received 
and make use, most of all make use, proper use of all the encoded messages and the literal messages that they have left for us. As they say, the writing is on the wall. So take advantage of your ancestral lineage if you have a family tree, if you know where you come from, you know to what energies you are connected, make something of it. If your ancestors have left you a cultural baggage, be proud of that. Let it come to the surface. Share it with people. And this is how you connect more dots on a quantum level. And we come online at that level too. Isn't this beautiful? This whole message is about coming online, about connecting, connecting with each other here, connecting with others everywhere else, going literally on the horizontal and on the vertical and creating a space space continuum where we can find everything from our roots to the roots of the roots to the roots of the roots and up towards the top of the proverbial tree. I don't believe that the tree that we are talking about ends with the end of the highest branch. It goes on and on and on as a pillar of light, as a channel of energy. And we are the tree. We are leaves upon leaves, upon leaves, on a majestic, huge tree called life. So, funny thing, I start talking about connecting the dots and I receive messages upon messages. <laughs> well... It happens all the time. So we're manifesting. The manifesting is happening faster and faster. And we should be very aware of what we are manifesting through what we are saying and through what we are sending out there as a message. It is very, very important for us to become more and more aware and to be very, very clear on what is going on. Is it something that we want to say to each other or is it something that we want to say to ourselves and we are just projecting? 
in order to become aware of what we are saying. This is something that is going on. A lot of people are projecting because they don't know how to deal with the self-talk. So once they get triggered by something, they are actually screaming at themselves for something that they were not able to communicate to themselves in a peaceful, quiet state where they are them with themselves alone. And there comes the element of judgment and there comes the element of shame and it doesn't feel good. So because I want to help as many people as I can with my insights, I'm asking you to consider what's going on with you. Where is your mind? Where are your thoughts? What's going on with the energy in your body? What triggers you? What keeps triggering you over and over and over again and you refuse to notice because you think that it's not you? It's not a message for you. Well, if it comes to your awareness that a certain pattern of behavior or a certain number of words keep reoccurring over and over again, maybe, just maybe, that message is in fact for you. And even if you don't really like what you hear or what you see, maybe it's a sign that there is something that you haven't dealt with after all. Because let's face it, we all have things to deal with. It's a never-ending story. Because we keep repeating patterns. We keep repeating things. We keep denying that we have issues to deal with. We have the so-called shadows to deal with. Oh, I dealt with that so long ago. Oh, ooh, it was 20 years ago. Really? No kidding. So why are you overreacting? Why are you projecting? Why are you in people's faces accusing them or inferring that they did something or said something that you didn't like. Maybe you haven't said anything. Maybe they didn't say anything to you. Maybe it's just some kind of discomfort that is there because of the planet alignments, because of the, the eclipses, because of the frequency because of so many <clears throat> so many things there are explanations and we have a lot of answers that many others don't have because they do not believe between the brackets in such things between the brackets but the ones who believe the ones who know 
don't have excuses for not acting upon what's going on. And we all have them. For example, I get triggered by stupidity. That doesn't mean that I think that I am, that I believe that I am stupid. I have grown up in a world that was encouraging education, that was encouraging self-development, self-nurturing through reading, through learning, through listening to the elders, to each other, taking notes, looking up words in the dictionary, building linguistic tools for a better self-expression, for a better understanding, learning languages, for a better communication, a wider communication. I went through stages and stages, passed exams, tests, went further and further as much as I could until it was time for me to learn other things that were not taught in the system. But basically, I was built in a world and for that particular world where knowledge was highly appreciated. And I do appreciate knowledge a lot. I value knowledge a lot. I value intellect because I truly believe that truly being in oneness with yourself means aligning your brain with your heart, allowing them to communicate with each other. And I think that in order to function in this world as it is right now, we need all the tools that we can get from the intellect in order to make things happen. Outsourcing, let's say, from the soul going up to the intellect and materializing, manifesting things. So don't go decapitating yourselves yet because I feel that there is much to benefit from your knowledge, <clears throat> your intellect, your capacity to discern, your capacity to learn more, your capacity to envision, to dream, to build, to create, and all that comes into fruition through the soul braid process of communication. It doesn't happen just sitting down and feeling what's within. That's, that's very beautiful.
but we are in our roles here as material beings. We are soul, we are energy, working, experiencing material life in a material body, in a material world, a very tangible material world. And I'm not talking about money here, I'm talking about our natural state. The body is not just a suit. The body is not just a meat bag. The body is not just a vessel. The body is so much more. It's part of our experience. It is a huge part of our experience here on earth. And denying that is absolutely nonsensical. We should be aware of that and appreciate that as much as we can. Because if we don't appreciate our body, that includes our brain, and every single little function that our body is marvelously performing, then what happens? There are distortions, misalignments, and unfortunately, pain, suffering, and illnesses, because we deny our bodies. Some people deny their bodies because they don't like their bodies. Other people deny their bodies because they think that they are so much more, so much better than just their bodies. Anyway, this whole episode is about appreciation and we went from a um, bigger level, a bigger scale, the scale of a country, the scale of the, the earth, Mother Gaia, and how we should appreciate more what is given to us, the opportunity of being alive and having access to endless experiences. And we went to the little dot that we are and have to become aware of our body and grateful for what we have. I think that it's very, very, very important for us to be appreciative of of ourselves and that means everything that we are now so we are soul of course but we are soul with a bling with a twist and that is the body very very complex body that has evolved so much in history of humankind that has been tweaked as a device in order to function as well as possible, in order to allow us to move better and do so much more with it, allowing the spirit to have more freedom. That's wonderful. That's amazing. And that links us back because we never left them 
our ancestors. All the ancestors that have built stone upon stone upon stone upon stone, knowledge after knowledge after knowledge after knowledge, so that we can finally be where we are at right now. Do not dismiss the role of the ancestors in all that there is right now. No matter what your beliefs are regarding their source, where they came from, let's have a moment of appreciation for the ancestors as they were here in human form. The spirit here in human form that has come over and over and over again in order to build knowledge upon knowledge upon knowledge and creation upon creation upon creation in order for us to have everything that we already found here when we arrived. From the crops to the housing to the water system to the cities and the towns to architecture and art and crafts and technology and more knowledge and research and everything that there is because we didn't come here naked and stayed naked all along or for the American friends Target didn't show up on its own somebody had that idea of building Target McDonald's didn't come here on its own. Coca-Cola didn't come here on its own. Hollywood didn't build itself on its own. Well, that's your legacy. Not the only legacy, of course, because you have much more to offer to this world than just the society of consumption. There is more to the American land than just what we can see. We have the Native Americans with their ancestral knowledge that beats up everything that has been done afterwards in terms of culture, of roots, of traditions. But that's another story. It's just a point of view from where I'm standing outside looking in. I don't want to be trivial when I say this because there are things, elements of history that I am most certainly missing, but in order to make it, you know, as an example, I just chose randomly a few elements 
So there is absolutely no attachment to any of those examples. It's just what came to mind when I went about giving that example. And I, I know that there is much more to the American society than just all that was mentioned. It was just an example to be clear so that people's feathers don't get ruffled. Although that should not be my um, problem since my intentions are good and there is absolutely no... Um, no intention of um, disturbing anybody with whatever I may mention. So that was a disclaimer to, you know, I know that sometimes spirits run high and people have the tendency to overreact or to not listen until the end before reacting to something. So I'm counting on you and I'm thanking you in advance for just taking the time to listen and to see the bigger picture and take an example for what it is, just an example. Thank you. And we can move to to another country, to another continent. We can go absolutely anywhere in the world. So while the, the Americans have that, we can go to another timeline where things were happening in Egypt. And I don't know what Egypt is famous for right now. What has Egypt brought to 2020 um, as a contemporary creation? But there was a time when Egypt and the ancestors coming from there that gave us a fantastic legacy, which is what people are going to Egypt for, to see the pyramids, to see the temples, to see the statues, to see all the encrypted, encoded messages, to feel the energy, a very, very powerful cultural, historical center. And for that, we have to thank our ancestors coming from Egypt that lived in Egypt. And we can go to Great Britain, we can go to France, we can go to uh, Africa, we can go to uh, Asia, and we can see all over the world The manifestation of consciousness, the self-expression and the collective expression of our ancestors 
for creations that are still present and visible now and also not that visible anymore because some creations were destroyed unfortunately but there are remains and those remains are as valuable to us because we are able to recognize and acknowledge that a lot of things have been done in order to find ourselves in the present moment with all that we are benefiting from. And we can go to Latin America and find other great creations other great cultural, energetic, spiritual centers and traces of what our ancestors have left behind for us to find enlightenment over and over again. Many, many places that are in Latin America and somehow have an embargo with the United States. Isn't that funny? The 3D world, as is commonly accepted to call it by the community, is a funny place to be. is a place that creates barriers and fences and blockages upon blockages that leaves and thrives on fear, on conditioning, on consumption, on individuality that is not very well interpreted that is in fact just egocentric, selfish, narcissist beings, etc., etc. And we are putting an embargo on the countries that have a lot of spiritual growth to deliver to us. Yes, it's an economic embargo, but who has the most to share energy-wise, spiritually-wise, culturally-wise, from a community point of view, the United States or a country from Latin America that, by the way, has lived under an embargo from the United States for decades and still is today. We're keeping very valuable countries poor and the object of 
violence, fear, hunger, desolation, addiction. In order to keep ourselves grand, So are we still sticking to our story that we are so high and mighty? In comparison to what? And if we are giving up the comparisons, that's still something that is new. too new to be embraced by the global community as of yet. Maybe it will come a day when we will manifest the lack of comparison amongst each other and we will grow more and more appreciation for each other and whatever we have to bring to the table. Now the question is, when all is said and done, we don't compare each other anymore. What do you have to bring to the table? Have you grown enough? Have you manifested your growth enough to be able to come with something valuable to the table? while you were keeping the others under the sole of your foot, the sole of your shoe, so that you could evolve. Did you manage to really evolve? Finally get the chance to catch up? Because if you have ostracized other countries in order to rise above because you were so late in the game you'd better at least have something good to bring to the table when finally everything is said and done and we finally get to share with each other because if not, the whole experience was pointless. That created a lot of hurt, a lot of pain for generations upon generations of people that didn't do anything to deserve to be an experiment. Basically, it's because of situations like these that the whole ascension had to happen, that the whole raise in vibration had to happen, that the whole thing that we are going through had to happen so that we stop doing whatever we have been doing. Namely, ostracizing other people in order for us to sit on their heads and say that we are all high and mighty. And to not please to not repeat the same pattern 
as spiritual, enlightened people, light workers, light bearers, light bringers, light shiners, or however you want to call yourself. The best thing that you can do is to forget how to sit on other people's heads and to start building bridges hand in hand, in hand, in hand, in hand, in hand. And say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you all the time in gratitude for the little things, for the big things, for the intermediary things for everything that is because it is given it is given it is a gift everything is a gift you didn't invent hot water nothing that you say nothing that has been said in the communities until now, so far, nothing is new, people. I know that you think that you have discovered hot water, but it's not something new. It has been said. It's been said in the 1700s. It's been said before, way before that. It's been said over and over and over and over again by a limited number of awakened people. We are not the first to be enlightened. We are not the first wave. We are not the first ray, the second ray, the blue ray, the whatever ray. We are not the first to have discovered that we are more or that there is more to life than this or that we are not just bodies, that we are soul and what is soul and what is soul here supposed to do and experience? Now that you have Facebook, you have Instagram, you have all the grams and the books in the world, and you are connected to the World Wide Web, you finally realize, and you finally exchange information and you finally put things together and that is a huge opportunity but that doesn't mean that you are the first ones to have dreamed up channeled or uh, envisioned everything that has been expressed verbalized so far in videos, in texts, in blogs, in books, so far. There is absolutely nothing new, and I am one of the souls, if you want, that knows that, is aware of that, and is waiting for the new to come, because this is merely rehashing things that already have been said. They have already been experienced to a small level because the communication was not as fluid as today and it has to come back 
to our awareness, to our consciousness. Right now, because right now we have the tools to spread this. Because people don't read books anymore. And if we don't read books anymore, we have no way of knowing that others before us have worked on this before. And they worked and worked and worked until their last breath. They have spent their whole adult life seeking answers, delivering messages, channeling, creating, adapting the channeled messages to human talk, human experiments, to the material world where they could experiment and create and leave something behind for us to have something to grasp and to pick up from there and go on and on and on. It's very important for us to acknowledge everything and to, oh, for God's sake, allow our ego to sit on his little throne up there in our mind and to be of service when we are in need of, of it. But for the rest of the time, just have the modesty, the decency to embrace the state of grace in which we find ourselves to appreciate it, to be grateful for it and to start moving because there is a feeling, there is an energy of, of tapping our feet in place, like waiting for something to happen. It's not enough. It's not enough to remember what was already made. It's time to create, to leave our own print on the world that we are living in. It's time to take the knowledge, the wisdom, the experience, the energy, everything to a new to a new level that is ours. To put our rock in the construction of humankind.
because so far we have been juggling with the rocks that others have put for us, our ancestors. And the ancestors are saying, let's connect. Let's open this communication. Let's see where you're at. And stop playing with our rocks and start creating your own layer with your own tools, with your own energies, with your own wisdom acquired. So, take it or leave it, this is the challenge. I am merely a messenger. In love and light always. You guys have to understand that an old soul that has been through physical experiences and intellectual experiences, who has been here over and over and over again for the love of humanity, for the love of experience, for the love of being able to observe the progress, the creation, or for this type of soul that has been through all the human states, all the emotions, all kinds of experiences, one more cruel than other, one more loving than other, and the whole array, it is hard to not react deep inside when nonsense is promoted. So basically in Facebook words it is very hard not to call bullshit when it's necessary. I mean we are not here to troll people's lives or people's posts, pages, etc. This is not the point that it's just creating conflict and separation and distortion and misalignment and that's not oneness and there is a huge difference between not standing for the truth to be distorted or the truth being imprisoned between the walls of completely bullshit and it's another thing to be hysterical not deal with your shadows and going off on people for no reason these are two separate things which the community for some reason did not feel necessary to acknowledge. There is a difference between an old, knowledgeable, very wise soul that tries to attract the attention on things that are not truthful, things that are not
as they are. On the distorted information. On the incomplete information. On the word games that are played. Just to suck in more people into awakening and stuff like that. That is one thing that is completely and totally separate from going crazy on other people because you're frustrated with yourself or you're bored or both. At the surface, it may seem being the same. Oh, we're trolling, blah, blah. It's not the same. We have to start looking for the essence. We have to start looking for the deeper meaning. What does that dude try to do? What is he trying to to prove? What is he trying to say? What is beyond the words? Maybe it's just a common guy that found himself to the realization that he has an old soul, but he's not very knowledgeable in this human life. So there is an old soul in a body that has not evolved to the standards of the soul from other experiences. And this is the soul experiencing um, a life of oblivion until the fated moment where even that person cannot be oblivious anymore because somehow they wake up and find themselves in need to catch up fast before they sink. But no matter how this dude expresses himself, when he finds himself in a state of grace and he channels higher information from his higher self or from other dimensions, he's bringing up knowledge that theoretically he could not bring up because he wouldn't be able to know from his lack of experience here in human form. But he still does bring in information that is valid. Maybe he doesn't know how to express things in a way that would be more palatable for the community. But still, is there truth to what he's saying or not? And that you can only discern through going to the mattresses, as in the Godfather movie. Go to the mattresses, go to the essence. What is he trying to say? Is it true? Does this resonate? Is something feeling icky to you too? Because if it does, then he has a point. And he doesn't have a point from his individual human self, but he has a point coming from an upper level of consciousness. And then he's not a troll. He's an old soul trying to participate to the upliftment of the collective and he should be heard no matter what not dismissed not bullied into a corner not shamed 
and maybe there is an an enlightened soul, an old soul in an enlightened body, in a knowledgeable body, and then wow, make space for that too, because that's important as well. You see, our third dimensional experience has taught us a lot of things about the society as it has evolved so far. The spirit brings in the knowledge of how society has been built. We see layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of ancestral creations on both sides, from the spiritual point of view and from the human point of view, from the spirit point of view and from the intellect point of view. And if we use the knowledge and the information that we gather up during our human experience in this particular lifetime and we mix it up with the things that we know at a soul level and keep being downloaded then we have even more information to work with we have a bigger picture to work with and we're going back to the beginning where we need to see the bigger picture it's not only about one element it's not only about the element that is bugging you it's about the whole picture what it stands for, what is calling us to do. Why this is happening, what is it for? How do we benefit from even the seemingly horrendous, tragic events that are happening? Because we have the benefit of knowing that nothing happens for no reason, or everything happens for a reason. So instead of moaning and groaning and protesting and agitating yourself, prove to yourself, not to the collective, prove to yourself that you can be a pillar of light, that you can be vertical, you can be aligned, connected, focused and calm in the eye of the storm. When everybody and everything falls apart, you are there to hold it together for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones, and on larger scales. And the more experienced that this you are, the more space you hold and more space you create for things to unfold and for things to regenerate, to flourish again. It's very important. So I came to this realization uh, by having a few conversations that offered me a doorway 
to, to another piece of consciousness. That not everything that is put out there, that is presented so nicely out there, that is sold out there as wisdom, as a know-how that is teachable and is marketable and is to be sold. Well, that level of Wisdom and consciousness can only be useful to the new souls, to the barely awakening people. But it is pointless for an awake old soul with both experience in this lifetime and in so many other lifetimes, with a huge awareness of everything that there is, with huge empathy for everything that is going on, with a very high innate ability to connect the dots and to do so many, many things. Well, some of those services are not upgraded enough to help old souls still struggling in some way or another in this human experience. Because they are not there. They are not qualified for that. They may believe that they are, but they are not. They may have success with regular ones, but old souls cannot be treated the same because they are they are made of another essence, let's say. So only that essence and higher can help with the difficulties encountered by humans that are old souls. That's, that's basically one huge realization that I came to, to have. Is that not everything that is offered works for everybody because How should we put this? 
there are levels. There are levels of soul experience. It doesn't matter who you think you're channeling or who you are channeling and what you're channeling and where you got your lessons from. Is it from human to human experience? Is it from human to spirit experience? Not everything that you have learned is applicable to an old soul that already has been through all kinds of initiations in this lifetime and past lifetimes. So there is a very specific type of facilitator, a very specific type of healer, a very specific type of soul that can work with old souls. So for all of you who have tried to receive help from facilitators that are from another plane and another level at another experience. I don't know, however, we can imagine this to look like in categories. Well, if you have searched for help and you found The facilitator is falling short or their input not working for you. That means that your soul experience is higher than theirs. And there's absolutely no resistance because the soul doesn't have resistance. The soul just feels what is right and what is not right for it, for its evolution. The soul knows what it came here for, what are the experiences it came here for, and therefore whatever others can suggest. Will not work unless they fit into this particular soul's program. If, if they are in sync with this soul's mission. Because if not, they can alter the human. They can condition the human to something that this soul is not allowing and then there is a blockage. So on top of the human acquired blockages from formatting, from programming in this lifetime, you can also get some unnecessary <clears throat> 
input from others. So it's very, very important to be aware in which partnership you find yourself in, how you collaborate with other people, how you resonate with those people. It's very important as in a marriage to get to know that partner. Not only the facade, not only, oh, the beautiful smile and the the cute body and the nice talk and whatever. Go deeper, go deeper, go deeper. And it's very important, it's of the utmost important that you go even deeper with a facilitator, a trainer, a healer. Go deeper, go and get to know them. Allow them to know you, but go to know them. Allow yourself to know them. And if they are transparent, if they have nothing to hide, they will open up, they will talk to you, they will <clears throat> allow you to see into their life, into their experience, into their work. They will give you transparency, full transparency, full disclosure of what is going on, what they are offering, how it works, which are the benefits, what they can do, what you must do in order to co-create with them. Because at times the co-creation means that you old soul are recognized as old soul and they are using your old soul energy in the so-called co-creation in order to make themselves some money and some reputation when all they did was be there to absorb your energy, your input. It's very, very important. It's very, very important because I have observed. I am here to see the truth, to find balance and to communicate this to people to make them aware their choices are their own but it is my duty to bring into awareness the things that don't work because I have been desperate at some times to find help regarding a certain blockage, a certain thing that I, I felt, I thought, rather, I felt that I could not deal with myself. And I was left to my own devices through my free will to try to find, to contact, to ask for, and etc., etc., and then... I got an answer and my soul reacted to the answer that was given to me and my intellect picked up the rejection the ah stop it. it's no good for you type of vibration at first I was interjecting because of the prices the prohibitive prices that um, are used for this type of, of work. But then, 
why are people putting these prices on their work? Is it because their work is so magical, so unique? Or is it because they want to grab all the money uh, while they can and run away with it? Because they are sure that you'll never come back for seconds. Because people still work on a 3D formatting, even if they have had enlightened moments. Actually, most of them are still working very much in 3D, using their enlightened knowledge in order to continue using the formats and the matrix from the 3D in order to to create an alternative business that is so new and enticing right now it's so chic to be new age so it's it's very important to be able to have a clear mind to be open to discern and to ask for information and to insist in having a conversation a truthful meaningful conversation with full disclosure with anyone that may want to offer any type of services of facilitations or whatever because there are so many people that are offering something what are they offering do they want to talk about it are they passionate about what they're doing the way they feel good about presenting to you the steps and what is going to happen while during the sessions or is it just a price tag and subscribe when you're ready what am i subscribing for what are you offering me what am i paying for what are the benefits from doing this it's very important to be honest with the facilitator when you decide that you want to try that experience because they cannot help you unless you are completely truthful but at the same time they have to be equally truthful there has to be an exchange of energy right a balanced equal exchange of energy and truth is one type of currency it's not all about the money the bottom line for some is the money but for those who are giving the money the bottom line is the truth the success of the experiment because we are not about to pay ludicrous amount of amounts of money just for learning that people are liars or to find out that people are very gifted in marketing whatever however but in the end that doesn't work that cannot apply or does not apply
So there has to be a new awareness about what we are doing and stop being so desperate. Because in the end, the truth is that whatever he or she can do, you can do too. Whatever any facilitator is able to offer you, you can do it too. Maybe not right away. But if you truly want that, you can create that, you can manifest that, you can learn that, you can remember that. You can structure it and shape it in such a form that is so much better suited for yourself. You are energy. You have the energy. You can do whatever you want with that. You are soul. You are all-knowing. You just have to allow yourself to download the information that you need in order to be able to process it yourself through your own individual being in this now moment. So, yes, I prefer to um, help If I'm able to donate, I prefer to donate just for the love of God and the love of soul and the love of humans or donate my time, my energy, my expertise, however I can help just for the sake of doing some good to people or people than to invest in something that I have been encouraged to experience because it seemed enticing but that I'm not sure and I'm not offered any clarity on what's going on and what the heck I'm paying for and I think that this is reasonable I know that a couple of friends of mine um, have had with me this conversation over and over again and it seems like I'm stuck on repeat and I was stuck on repeat I realized because I had to express this in a public way because I'm not the only one concerned with this it, it doesn't apply only to me this human at this now moment it applies to the collective so make sure that you get what you need that you are offered what you need that Everyone is clear on what is going on and what events will unfold from this experience. 
make sure that the exchange is fair and make sure that you don't go destitute when trying to get help to desperately solve an apparent issue that you may have or may not have. Because in the end it's just a question of compatibility, of integrity, of communication, of um, intention, of intention, of intention, and transparency. It's been years since I have been offered through email all kinds of offers. If you pay this amount of money, you'll receive this and this and this and this and this and this. And, this and oh, wow, you should feel so happy for purchasing so many things for just this amount. And it went on and on, years upon years, since I was in high school, since internet bloomed you can imagine what I got for that experience that seemed good to be true because it was but I had the experience of not following my intuition and trying it once and once was enough some people didn't get the chance to get fooled yet I guess the facilitators that they encountered were not that sleek and others have been going on and on and on and on and on until a year has passed and they don't have money anymore and the facilitator after being in collaboration with you for a year doesn't have the grace to say don't worry because you have been a loyal customer I am going to provide with help as long as you need until you get back on the saddle and can afford. That's the humane, ethical thing to do. There are examples of people that know that you are in, 
in dire circumstances and they call you brother and sister. And they place their own needs, wants, egos. First, on top of your well-being. That's, that sounds very brotherly, very sisterly, very lovingly and very compassionate and very generous. To say, ah, well, if you, cannot, if you cannot afford the great help that I'm providing at such a low price, not, then see you later. You know what to do. If you want to, you subscribe there. That's how you help your brothers and sisters. I mean, an old soul may seem judgmental. But we have to consciously ask ourselves these questions. We have to consciously make ourselves aware yeah, of what is going on. Because our brothers and sisters in spirit, our guides, the celestials, do not feel very good with this tricky, tricky situation that they call. They are appalled. And they come through, even right now, through channeling, being in a state of, ugh, you know, like, we are appalled that humanity has lowered itself to such a degree that people who need help, that are in dire situations, have to be flushed with Huge, huge price tags instead of being offered help like would any saintly person do and who are the saints? The saints are the enlightened people. Saint Anthony that shared the bread. Jesus Christ shared the bread, shared the fish, shared the water, shared the wine, shared everything. Saint Francis. Saint Vincent de Paul. And so many, many others. These are just my guides. They have been with me all along. 
through thick and thin, through pain, through joy, through every single step. The most fateful spirit guides that I could imagine. They are so much more than I could imagine or remember. That's brotherhood, that's sisterhood, that's you picking your last piece of bread and sharing it with a random person that is in suffering. And that's what calamities like what's going on in Australia is all about. Freaking sharing things. No questions asked. And having the faith, the knowing deep inside that you will never go without. It's not a question of self-worth. That's ego talking. It's a question of dignity, of humanity. And the best part of humanity is the soul. Because the soul is always online and is always reminding us how to be decent human beings. And this is why the soul came here over and over and over again to remind people to be decent human beings. And to remind them what decent human beings act like. This is why we still remember the presence of Jesus Christ and we still have the Christ consciousness so pregnant, so permanent still to this day because it shows us Humility, it shows us humanness, it shows us grace, empathy, solidarity, kindness, love. It shows us soul. This is why Jesus Christ is the one teacher, the one master that is known everywhere on this planet and largely accepted and embraced for the wonderful soul and being that he was and he still is in spirit. makes you wonder doesn't it well thank you for listening it was a very deep beautiful partly channeled conversation that we have here it was my honor my pleasure to 
spend my night with you in recorded form. This was Make It Count. I'm Yelinka, your host. And guess what? Until next time. Remember to be graceful.